Hi guys, this is Paola. And this is Katie, and this is a Blank Project. For this week's local Paso artist, we're going to be using a song by Juice and the Suds called Song for a Friend. Hope you enjoy. enjoyed that track the link's gonna be in the description if you want to check out more of it remember to email us for song suggestions or topic suggestions our email will also be in the description of the podcast and follow us on instagram at the dot blank project so you can know when we're posting another episode and if we're asking for your guys' submissions so before we get started happy new year's guys it's been a crazy year dude yeah i feel like this year has I don't know, Katie and I were talking about this earlier, but I, for some reason, I didn't want the year to end. Like, I just wanted it to keep on going forever. Um, Like, I just felt so comfortable in it that I just, like, didn't want to move forward in a way. But we have to, obviously. Um, But yeah, I'm just kind of looking forward to, like, the new year and stuff. I feel like it's kind of insane how the year ended. But like you said, I feel like, it's been a hard year, but I've gotten comfortable with it. You know, I've gotten comfortable with like being at home with everything online. And obviously that's like how things still are, but hopefully things will progress this year and things will change. But um, like you said, I don't know, I'm kind of scared going into the new year because I'm so used to like the comfort. I adapted to this year, you know, and to everything that happened this year and adapting to how life used to be or a new normality again is just going to be like really difficult so I guess like I'm kind of scared for that and I feel like there's a lot of pressure this year for um, school stuff like college applications um, SAT studying just a lot of different things like that so I definitely feel the pressure of this year but overall I'm excited to see what happens this year you know dude yeah me too I mean in a way I feel like with a new year there's this kind of connotation that you're starting over but I'm like so happy like I'm not trying to brag or anything but like I'm happy where like how far I've come and like yeah I am so I don't feel the need to restart so having a new year makes me feel like I have to but I feel like just a good way to get over is just kind of going and just going on and growing so I guess it's kind of like one of the reasons why I wanted to do the habit project because with the new year, you start making new intentions, new resolutions, and usually this comes with things that we want to do. For example, like a workout plan or eating healthier or I don't know, like just things like that. And that's why I kind of thought that this episode would be really interesting to do. And I think just the science behind habits and stuff is really interesting. So a thing that Katie and I did in preparation for this episode is like, okay, we understand that to form a habit, like, it takes a lot longer than a week, but 
Katie, I started like picking up a new habit and dropping a bad habit since we've talked about how like it's harder to um to drop a bad habit than to like drop a good habit um which we'll talk about more later but um we decided to do that for this week because we thought it'd be interesting to see like what it'd be like and whether it'd be something good to carry into the new year so we kind of want to talk about that a little bit katie do you want to start yeah so um obviously going into the new year there's a lot of expectations i guess which are kind of unrealistic sometimes like paula said it's like a clean slate but it doesn't always feel like that (laughs) you know like it feels like oh like it's just another day but one of the habits that I picked up a good habit I picked up was waking up and making my bed every morning and the bad habit that I tried to put down was not being on social media that much so for making my bed every morning um I mean this is scientifically proven that when you wake up and make your bed it just changes the whole um the whole your whole day basically like it just changes how your day will go and how you'll feel when you get back home and I found that that's true especially right now during um, quarantine or not quarantine but you know we can't really go out or we shouldn't be going out as much it's a lot harder to wake up and want to have a morning routine like want to make your bed want to go do whatever you do in the morning it's kind of hard to do every single day since you know you're just going to be home So this was a habit I really wanted to pick up because obviously it's been scientifically proven, as I already mentioned before. But I don't know. I feel like this um, these past couple of weeks, I've been feeling very like like without motivation, kind of like it's just like, oh, like we're reliving like the same day. Like it's like like there's nothing new, you know, like just like those feelings that like come up during um, COVID-19 times. And what I noticed when I started making my bed every single morning was that I felt kind of more motivation to do more things during the day. And I just overall felt like, um, like lighter and happier, if that makes sense. It's kind of just like, because obviously a lot of what you see matters, you know, like we've talked about this before, like feng shui, like it really matters where, how your personal space looks and where where you're at looks. So I would definitely recommend you guys do this because, um, I definitely noticed more motivation and I noticed, um, I don't know, I just felt like a cleaner energy mentally and physically, you know, so that's a good thing. And for not being on social media that much, um, I set a time limit on my phone and my settings to only be on each social media app for an hour. And the only one that I did reach the hour limit was Instagram, but for TikTok or Twitter or Snapchat, I never reached the limit. So that was pretty good for me. And Honestly, what that did was it helped me focus more on um, all the creative things that I was doing throughout the day, like whether I was painting, reading, playing guitar, whatever I was doing, it helped me focus more on that and it helped me progress with like my creative side, you know, because especially right now during like all this remote stuff, you don't really have time away from your computer or you don't have time away from your phone. So you can't really see how it's affecting you. And it's a really bad habit that we all have. And right now it's a habit that's kind of uncontrollable since everything's remote and we we need like our computers and our phones. But just doing something like that can really um, improve the energy of your day and can really make you focus on other things that you typically don't focus on. You know, tune into your artsy side or your music side or um, your gamer side, whatever you like to do, you know. Um, so I definitely... Yeah, but I do recommend you guys like 
try to eliminate your screen time on social media because I know it's really hard to eliminate your screen time in general right now since everything is remote, as I said. But even just eliminating your screen time on social media makes a huge difference. But Paola, um, how did your experience with your ha- with the habit challenge go? Dude, honestly, it was liberating. <laughs> liberating, hi. Dude, okay, so the habit that I dropped was going to um, sleep with my phone because um, I don't know why, but like anything I do, I always have to have noise. Like, like like um an old Netflix show that I used to watch, and then like I'll do homework and, and stuff like that. And, or, like, when I go to sleep, which was the thing that was, like, mostly disturbing my sleeping patterns and stuff. I'm sure, like, you guys have all heard about how, um, like, the light from your phone affects your circadian patterns or something like that. I don't know. But that was genuinely, like, damaging how, like, much I slept because I would just stay up. And if I would get, like, a message or something, I'd feel the need to go check it. Um, and then, like, I would always play, like, a video so I could fall asleep, but then the video would be so, like, interesting that I just stay up watching it instead of trying to fall asleep. Um, so that's, like, one habit that I dropped, and in its place, I decided to kind of connect the two. And the habit that I picked up was reading before bed, because I heard that that's, like, something that's really good. And, um... You know, if you guys need to read before bed and you want a book that'll make you fall asleep, just read a Hemingway book because honestly, like, <laughs> dude, I'm sorry, but how, okay, I talked about this with Katie earlier, but Hemingway is seen as like, like literally described as a simplistic writer that is able to tell a great tale through his um, quote unquote simplistic writing. And basically, the book that I'm reading is The Sun Also Rises, which is one of his most, like, famous books. And it's all about, like, about what life was like in the 20s in um, France. And just, like, the different characters are, like, so interesting. I kind of have a love and hate relationship with the character Brett. But anyways, um, I like, the book was literally just about them being, like, drunk all the time. But, <laughs> like, off topic. But um, what's it called? I feel like reading before bed actually like helped me in becoming a little bit more creative I don't know like it felt like like very inspiring I don't know how to explain it but it felt really nice to to do something that I like um before bed rather than like picking up my phone or something and it was also a way that like I could um like Katie was talking about your phone eats up so much of your time that you don't get time to do anything else and one of the things that like for example we're on break right now, so we're not at school, but during school, I never really got the time to read for, for pleasure. I always had to read for school. So being able to do this was a way that I could, like, get rid of the distraction of my phone and also get time for myself. And, like, like my my screen time also decreased by a lot. Literally, like, I used to be, like, seven hours on my phone, like, nine hours on my phone. And this week, like, I literally on, what was it, like, Tuesday or Wednesday, I was on my phone for, like, two hours. And then Monday and Tuesday, I was on it for, like, like less than six hours. And it was just, like, a lot better. And it just goes to show how much time your phone takes up on you. And I think that that's something, like, valuable that we can learn from, like, different habits that we pick, pick up. And they are hard, though. Like, one of the things that I faced through this thing was that, like, I felt like, um, like, I, I felt the need to constantly go grab my phone. Because when I would, like, put down the book to go to sleep. I felt like something was missing and I couldn't fall asleep. And then like, I kept wanting to grab my phone, but it just 
like I knew that I couldn't so I wouldn't but (laughs) it was hard I think our phones are one of the biggest things that really plague us and I think it's like one of the worst habits that teenagers or just young people in general or just anyone during these times has because there's nothing else to turn to you know you can't really turn to a lot of people and if you do turn to people you call them on your phone you facetime them so right now we're doing everything virtually so that habit has become so bad for really everyone because it's our only sense of connection now and as bad as it sounds like it's it's true you know so I guess like that was one of the difficulties that I encountered because um, whenever I'd be doing stuff by myself it felt kind of like lonely kind of quiet I mean I love spending time by myself with myself but um, I don't know it feels kind of lonely like you you get bored or like you feel lonely and you want to turn to your phone you want to turn to social media and like why you know when like it really doesn't add any benefits to your life it really doesn't create that connection you're looking for or ease your loneliness but it's such a bad habit that that we've created the idea that it does help that it does um fill the void of whatever we're feeling you know and that's how serious this habit has become and that's what I realized when I was doing this challenge dude yeah okay so I love psychology I just love um like understanding how things work and this um past semester in psychology we learned about like the brain and like where um like habits happen in the brain and what's it called I was reading this book and it's called The Power of Habit it's a really good book if you guys want to pick it up um but it was talking about the um, the the habit loop (laughs) and basically how how there's always a cue and a uh, routine and a reward so it talks about how this man who who uh, lost his memory or like certain part of his brain was um, deteriorating, but he was still able to like do his usual like routine and stuff because that the part of the brain where where um, habits happen was hadn't been affected. So it also shows how like different brands use this. And for example, um, like in commercials, like in the old commercials where they were trying to sell toothpaste they would be like oh like um like feel your teeth and like you feel like this film that's on your teeth which is I guess like the dirt on your on your teeth or something like that and that would be the cue and then like the routine would be oh you would want to brush your teeth because obviously like you'd feel that like dirtiness on them so you'd want to get rid of that and that would be like how they would sell their products and the reward would be that you'd have clean teeth so I thought that was so interesting because um like it goes to show that that habits do have a science to them. Okay, so the way that I incorporated like the habit loop into my life um, was also, for example, like running, which they also talk about in the book, how like your cue is seeing, for example, your running shoes or laying out your clothes to go run on your bed and then getting up and putting them on to like go on a run or whatever. The routine is obviously running. And the reward is that, well, for me, like, personally, like, it would be, like, you feel good after, but your your reward could be anything you want. Um, so, for example, like, let's say you want to eat, like, something really good or, like, something really yummy, I don't know. And after the run, you get to indulge in that food or whatever it is. 
Um, so that's like a way to make it work because our brain um, thrives off of rewards and that like reward system is what makes these habits keep going. So for example, like smoking, um, the cue is seeing like a, a cigar and then the routine is obviously smoking and then the reward is like the feeling that you have afterwards. Um, so that's why like those are like more integrated into the brain to the extent that like it's really hard to get rid of. And it's also about like genetics and addictive personalities and stuff like that, which we won't get into right now. But that's also like the way that I feel like even unconsciously, that's like how we get habits working. So I don't know if Katie, you've ever like like seen that or if it's something that's like new you new to you or something unconscious, like how do you feel about it? I was really interested when you were talking about it because I had never really looked into it. And um, as you were explaining it, I was kind of like, wow, that's like, that's so interesting because there's literally like a cue, a routine and a reward to everything we do in our lives, like literally everything we do in our lives. So like, to what extent is like everything in our lives just like a habit, you know, because like everything can be cued, like everything has a routine and everything has a reward. So, um, yeah, that's just, like, so interesting to hear. I don't know. <laughs> I found that so interesting. And as you were talking about that, I was kind of thinking about um, the habit challenge I did and how, you know, for the making my bed, my cue was obviously seeing my bed all messy. The routine was waking up every morning and doing it. And the reward was feeling cleaner and more energized throughout the day. So that's really interesting. And then I started thinking of it, like, deeper and further than that into – really like everything we do in our daily lives and it's all really like a habit and a routine um so I had never heard about that cycle but that's really interesting um I had heard about how easy it is for someone to break a good habit and how hard it is to make a good habit so it's really interesting because you know as like the new year approaches we try to make all these resolutions and we try to build better habits and stuff like that and they usually work for like the first couple of days you know like this is like scientifically proven like people will follow their new year's resolutions for a couple days and then they'll like slip off and like never go back to it and that's like really interesting because I've noticed that a lot when I try to build a good habit um I'll do it good for like a couple days and then as soon as like I mess up once or as soon as I fall off with a habit just once then like it's so hard to get back to it but when we look at our bad habits, how we're continuously doing, we keep and keep and keep on doing them. And it's just so hard to break. So that's like really interesting. You know, it's like our brains don't want us to be a better person. I, I'm just kidding. But it's, I don't know. It's really interesting to notice. Um, if you're listening to this, um, I hope your New Year's resolutions go through. I think a perfect example of it is like, I don't know about you guys. Maybe I'm just a girl. <laughs> but what's it called um like I don't know if you guys have well obviously not like recently but when we used to be able to like go out and with like friends and stuff and like I'd go out late at night and then I'd come back and I'd just be so like tired that I just wanted to go to sleep and I didn't brush my teeth like I'd just be like oh like screw that like I'll just go to sleep and I'll just wash them in the morning like you know um I feel like that's so easy to break whereas something like I don't know I never had this, but I know, like, other people have, but, like, biting your nails, yeah. I feel like it's so much, like, harder to drop. Or, like, oh, my God, bad posture. Girl, like, scoliosis, sign me up. But what's it called? 
<laughs> like like it's so hard for me to break that because and it's a bad habit and like does me bad like <laughs> i literally have scoliosis but what's it called um like it's so much harder for me to break that because it's so like integrated into me whereas like but like it's the same thing with like brushing your teeth because that's also like integrated into you since like you're little yeah. so weird how like these bad habits of like for example you know like slouching when you're sitting down are like so much harder to break you have to be you have to pay more attention like I just think that's wild also about the new year's resolution thing yeah like that is hard because um something Kitty just mentioned which is a little bit off topic but you know like whatever um the fact that I feel like everything always has to be perfect in order for me to do something so like like I do yoga every morning but if I don't wake up early I won't do it because I feel like oh like it's too late for me to do it now like why would I want to do it now or like going right well actually I like try to run the afternoons too but um like I don't know I feel like we always want like this perfect scenario in our heads in order to do these things that's why I feel like new year's resolutions are so hard and like so hard to keep up because we constantly seek the perfect scenario for us to be able to do these things dude it just goes back to the the whole routine thing you know like we we create these routines whenever we want to break a habit or create a good habit we embed it into a specific perfect routine in order for us to do it and then we create this idea that if we don't do it like that perfect routine that we have in our head that we shouldn't do it and that's when you start like losing the habit you know because like um as soon as you don't do it like one day it's so much harder to do it the other day just because like you've conformed to the idea of not having it in your routine after you created this like perfect idea of like a routine and a habit embedded in one so it's just like it's literally just like a cycle like you know like habits are in our everyday life and like they're part of our routine and changing your routine is hard enough so like doing both simultaneously is really hard but um I don't know that's that's so interesting to see um I know that happens to me a lot whenever I try to like start working out (laughs) I'll be like um okay yeah like I'm gonna go run at seven in the morning before school whatever and like I'll do it for a couple days like and it feels great I love it whatever but as soon as I don't do it one day then the rest of the days I'm like oh well like it's okay if I don't do it like because like you you become used to the routine you used to go back to so yeah and and I think partially why I don't know about you but I feel like whenever I'm trying to start to do something new for example in New Year's a tradition that my family and I have is that we'll eat 12 grapes and then those symbolizes like our wishes or or our resolutions for the new year which by the way like I watched this video by Rohini Elise talking about how like it's so much better to say intentions rather than resolutions because resolutions put too much pressure on you whatever anyways (laughs) so what's it called um I think we try to put too much on our plate and we once like for example today like the day we're filming this it's literally like the new year like it's January 1st um but I feel like we for example I don't know about you guys but I know like a famous resolution is um like working out or eating healthy and if you don't start doing it the like January 1st you kind of get bummed out about it and you don't want to do it anymore or like you keep putting it off and stuff and I think that that's something that we can do instead 
is instead of being like, oh, like I want to work out like this many times um, a week, just say you want to, you intend to focus on your health and you intend to like eat better foods and stuff like that. Because I feel like, like there's too much pressure to put like too many things on your plate. You want to start working out. You want to start eating healthy all of a sudden. You want to start um having like, like being super productive every day and like working eight hours a day um like for school for example or like even more I feel like eight hours is like a little bit um which is like unfortunate because it just shows like how much of a workaholic we are but anyways yeah what's it called like we want to start doing too many things too fast and I feel like it just gets too overwhelming so I think that's something that um for the people that are listening that you guys should do and that even uh Katie and I are going to do is probably like take a step back and realize how many things we can handle at once and I feel like that's how, like, you prevent your 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 brain and your body from getting too overwhelmed from trying to pick up too many habits and from trying to pick up too many things to do. Yeah, and um, I don't know. It's just we – I feel like it'll be so much – I don't know. Like, I hadn't thought of it in that perspective, so I was listening to you talking about that, and I was like, wow, that, that's really interesting because I feel like when – when you don't set an intention and like you said, an action, it's so much harder to do. And like, because just thinking about it is like a lot of pressure, you know, like this, um, this break, this Christmas break or whatever, um, I had set an action, you know, um, study for the SAT. And I just like, I couldn't bring myself to do it because I felt like so much pressure to do it. And I felt like so overwhelmed. Whereas like, for other things, like, during this break, I was like, do more creative things like I didn't tell myself like paint more um play guitar more like anything like that but I just told myself like be more creative like you have time to like tune into your creative side and I did because like I didn't feel the pressure of like oh my god you have to paint today oh my god like you have to read today like I kind of just like set the intention that I wanted to do it and I let myself do it when I felt like doing it when I wanted to do it but when I set an action for myself, like I just dreaded the entire day. And I feel like so much pressure and so much stress of having to do that action. So that's really interesting. So if you guys are listening to this, um, set intentions and don't forget to say them. First of all, say them out, li- out loud, speak it into existence or journal them or both, you know, because that really helps too. It's one thing to envision it in your head and it's another thing to really put it out into reality and into the universe so that's another thing I recommend too but don't be so hard on yourself either you know it's a new year and last year was crazy it was well yeah it's crazy to say last year I was like what like dude yeah that's weird that's weird oh my god that's, that's fucking insane but um it was a rough year so don't be so hard on yourself if like you automatically don't start doing all these resolutions like obviously push yourself to do it and motivate yourself to do it but if you don't don't be so hard on yourself because once you start being hard on yourself it's way harder to start building that good habit or that resolution it's way harder so just take it as it comes you know just um you know just acknowledge that it's a new year but it's not a new life you know like you're still living like your same life and like everything like that but you have the power to change like the outcome of it the outcome of this year you know just because like you couldn't change the outcome of last year you can change like small snippets of stuff this year did that hit different what you said like (laughs) 
but it's not a new life like that hurt <laughs> no but like it's it's true you know like a lot of people want to think of it as like a new life and that's where like things start getting different like you start getting all this pressure from like society from from yourself like it just like gets too complicated so it's just like a good reminder like it's a new year to do new things to change um some things you did last year but it's not a new life and like your life is not completely gonna change like from like 11 59 p.m to 12 a.m like it's just like not and like we want it to and that's why it's it's so hard to go through with these resolutions because we want it to be like this new life this new everything but just with everything in life it's a process and we want it to happen automatically that's just like our nature we we don't we want things to happen quickly for us but they don't you know so that's just like an easy and hurtful reminder a slap in the face for everyone listening to this but it's a good thing to hear <laughs> dude yeah it is i feel like it's reassuring to like even though it like hits <laughs> like it's still reassuring to hear because like earlier i felt like i wanted to stay in 2020 because it was so like comforting but like it's important to remind yourself that that even though it's a new year it's the same life like you can continue to grow hi the growth project (laughs) dude and also um set easy goals for yourself i feel like we always try to set these impossible goals and that's why it's also super hard to achieve then um for example i know this is a little bit like out of topic for like habits and stuff but um I bought this planner and it has like uh, goals regarding like different categories and one of the categories was like style and literally one of my goals was to get like cute pants like I know that sounds stupid but um like that's literally one of my goals to like get cute pants and it's easily achievable and like you'll feel super accomplished it's like um I don't know if if, uh, I don't know the exact science of it or like what it is about it but I don't even I don't even know if there's actually like a science behind it but um like for example when you have a, like a checklist to do and you write things down is it just me or does it feel like super good to check things off yeah, of that to do it right and see like put easy things for yourself don't overwhelm yourselves I feel like that's one of the biggest things um I guess like something I would say is for example if you're trying to pick up the habit of journaling start maybe by doing it at a designated time once a week because I've watched so many videos about like journaling and journaling prompts and stuff like that and um I feel like it's it's stupid to to think that yeah like journal once a day I feel like that could be easy for some people but for a lot of people if they don't if they miss a day they'll feel so bad about themselves so just maybe like do it on Saturdays or Sundays or whenever you have time available to you because um and also please remember that like when you're journaling nothing can be like bad like you can literally write about anything because I used to have this idea that if I wanted to journal it had to come out like super poetic and stuff and like that's where like most of my journaling stuff (laughs) true dude right like (laughs) like, that's why I write so little and like the book where I like actually like to journal and stuff it's like so thin because I always feel like I need to be like this poetic person and I always like I because I want to read it in the future and think that I sounded smart and like that I didn't sound stupid because when I read back to like when I was little obviously I wasn't trying to be poetic when I was little like I was just writing my thoughts and feelings and what's it called them like I read back to I'm like oh like I'm so stupid but at the end of the day like it's how you were feeling that day so it doesn't really matter you know um, it's actually so funny to read back at your old journals because 
it's like wow like i i was feeling that way like it's kind of like <laughs> it's shocking but it's like it's interesting but i feel like the same pressures as paula so literally set super small goals for your for yourself instead of setting super big goals you know it's just like doing little things a day to reach the intention instead of doing an action every single day a huge action that's like taking too much out of you and because that's just how you you break the habit how you never go back to it you know when like you create this like bad image of the habit in your head you know like it's I don't know like you know what I mean but <laughs> yeah there's also this thing called habit stacking I don't know too much about it so I'm not going to talk about it for like a long time but what's it called it's basically like where you stack different habits so for example like um, like after you brush your teeth, that'll also be like your cue to wash your face. And like that works well too. Um, like I'm so bad at um, washing my face and, and stuff. And like even at the end of the day, because like I don't really use makeup and stuff. So I feel like I don't like I'm like, oh, like I don't have to wash my face today. Like screw that. Like I didn't put anything on my face. Um, but like even if you do put makeup, I feel like sometimes you even like forget to like yeah. just off at the end of the day. But that also works. So, like, if you're brushing your teeth at the end of the night, you also want to, like, wash your face. Um, that's something that's been working for me recently. Like, in the mornings, I'll brush my teeth, wash my face, put moisturizer, like, all that stuff on. Um, and then, like, go on a run, like, stuff like that. And just remember that it just doesn't need to be perfect. We have this idea that that everything we do, it has to be in the perfect scenario because we're trying to live our life like it's a movie and it's not <laughs> like definitely romanticize your life and whatever you want to do with it but just remember it's doesn't have to be perfect it can be as simple as just like getting up and even if you get up like at 12 p.m that's okay like you can still go about your normal business yes you might have to hurry things along you might have to cut things from your like routine and stuff but still do the things that are important to you and like take care of yourself and stuff and I think with that, uh, we're going to start wrapping it up. So any last things you want to mention, Katie? Um, I just want to say that um, it's a new year. You know, you have this year was definitely really hard and really eye opening. I'm pretty sure a lot of us realize a lot about ourselves, really acknowledged a lot of the bad habits and good habits that we have. And like, um, it's your time to kind of do something about it if you want to do something about it you know if you don't that's completely fine you know but um I would just say um just like be slow with yourself you know take take time with whatever you want to do with whatever you want to fix I know you want this process to be like easy and fast and just like given to you but it won't be and if you keep having that mentality that it will be like that then you're never gonna um, overcome your bad habits or create good habits, you know, so just be patient with yourself and set intentions instead of resolutions and big goals, you know, even if you do something tiny, tiny, tiny to get to your end goal every single day, like that's completely fine, you know, don't be so hard on yourself, you're, you're literally doing the best that you can with where you're at right now. And that's like something you should always keep in mind. If you're not doing something the way you want to be doing it, like it's completely fine. Like you're doing the most that you can. So yeah, just um, have a great year, you know, set set really good intentions. And yeah, um, I guess some habits that I would recommend for you guys to pick up 
this year would be obviously making your bed in the morning. It really makes a difference. And some days it's going to be so hard because uh, you're going to be like, oh, I don't want to do it, but it, it'll help. Or, you know, just washing your face at least once a day. It really it gives you so much energy. It really does. And it makes you feel just like cleaner with yourself, like mentally and physically. So that's another thing. Um, taking as much of a break as you can from social media, I would definitely say it's a habit that is literally plaguing all of our lives and we have the power to do something about it. So start small, obviously, you know, try to limit yourself at least like 30 minutes a day, like 15 minutes a day, whatever you can, but just try to minimize it. Um, something else you can do, um, be with your family more, I guess, practice self-care, journaling, that's all like really good habits to have cleanse your soul (laughs) Um, yeah I don't know what are what are some habits you think you want to pick up and you think others should pick up this year so some (laughs) some habits that I would suggest you guys pick up like the habits that have saved me um would be exercising obviously like taking care of your health um it can be rough to like exercise a lot but I think something that has helped me is um like setting up um like a schedule so for example what well when the gyms were open because the gym that I go to isn't open right now but I would have like a push pull day and I would have like a leg day or like a glute and hamstrings day and like stuff like that because I feel like it just spreads out more evenly and you know what you want to do and have specific things that you want to target that day and like specific exercises because that'll also help you out a lot even if you're just doing it at home, like, have it just planned out. If you're a visual person, maybe, like, try to put it in a, like, a printed out format, like, pictures and stuff like that. I don't know. Like, do what works for you best. Um, Like Katie said, journaling, I feel like that's also good, maybe once a week. Or even, like, a, a goal that I set for myself is journaling, like, a recap of that month, like, every month, like, at the end of the month. Because I feel like that's achievable, and I won't, like, be pushing myself too hard and stuff so that's one of the goals that I'm like setting for myself I have a really good one okay um just like really quick I saw this TikTok and it said to get like this jar like this big jar and every week like on a Sunday or whatever like at the end of your week to put something good that happened to you that week you can do it like weekly like daily whatever you want to do so that at the end of the year or at the end of like the month you can go back to something good that happened to you that week, like something that made you feel happy, something nice to like listen to if like you had a hard week, hard month, like a hard year. I feel like that's something like that's awesome to do. And I'm I'm really going to try to do it and it's going to be hard, but I would recommend you guys try it out. (laughs) Dude, that's so cute. Oh my God. I'm actually going to try to pick that up too. Um, And then like other things I would suggest is like reading, um, I feel like that's like really helpful also there's this pressure to like read classics like do not read Hemingway I do not mean to bash him and I'm sure people will drag me for this but don't (laughs) like read things that you like I feel like I don't know about you guys but I love romance novels and I always feel like uh, book snobs shame me for liking like trashy romance but um if it's what you like just pick it up as long as like you're reading something that you like and oh my god a planner do like a planner please get a planner or something something along the lines of that even if it's like on your computer 
because that will definitely help you help you and my last thing is um if like katie was mentioning about the the timers on your like apps and stuff and spending less time on your phone i feel like instead of well i don't know timers may work for example katie was saying how like the timers like did work for her but for me it's like very easy for me to just turn it off and i feel like like i just don't care about the timer at the end of the day i'm just like okay like i'll just turn you off like i don't care (laughs) and what's it called um so something that works for me is like just distracting myself instead of being on my phone so like distract yourself with other things like find a new hobby like pick a new habit up and like like set it for designated times and then like you'll see your your screen time go down like little by little even if you're doing unconsciously it'll still be something that you're doing so yeah guys that was it for today's episode of the blind project (laughs) and tune in to our instagram for for a certain type of schedule that we might be following this year and new updates on like the cover art and our episode art um we have a lot of things coming that we really want you guys to see and we wish you guys a very happy new year i just want to say thank you to um all of you guys who supported us throughout this year um and yeah we're excited for all the new things we're planning for this year so thanks for tuning in guys and also remember to listen to song for a friend by juice in the suds Mm -hmm.